This is a Hot Pie Original. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to the Inhumane Podcast, a Hot Pie Media Original. And we are on episode 15, which is part two with Stephanie Myers and Saved in America. If you have not listened to part one and get to know Stephanie, you definitely definitely need to scroll up and click on episode 14. Um, she has an amazing background. Um, she was on The Apprentice. She has, you know, she rocks and rolls with IT and Department of Defense. And so, of course, it's only natural for her to work with a dynamic, amazing organization like Saved in America, where you have all of these military, ex-military, law enforcement, current law enforcement, um, and they're out there searching for missing kids. And the way they do it is like no other. There needs to be more organizations like them, and they definitely need the community um, to back them up in all kinds of ways so they don't mess around. And they are my kind of people. We call it how we see it. And we are there to be in the trenches and do the work. And Stephanie is one of those people. So let's listen in a part two. Now, I want to I think you mentioned uh, maybe on the bullet points and we were going to talk about the anatomy of a rescue. Mm-hmm. Right. Can you mm-hmm. can you share the anatomy of a rescue from Saved in America? So we have um, I'm pulling it up. So we have steps of uh, rescue. OK. And then we also have steps of grooming. You know, let's can we start with the groom? Yeah, absolutely. Get Lord. Yeah. <laughs> so what we do, because, again, it starts with the community, just right. like you said, starts with mm-hmm. the community. So guess what? We've got to educate the community. So what we've done, and this is on our website, is we try to, and Joseph and I will go around the community and sit with parents. Um, How does a pimp even lure your child away? Right. So we have grooming. Mm -hmm. So we, we, I work very closely with the military. It's all acronyms. And remember, Safe in America is military and police force. Right. So that's how we work. So groom, because it's (laughs) easy to remember. And so groom... There's five steps on how a pimp and a predator will groom the children and get them ready for sex trafficking. It's obviously groom G. They're going to gain the trust of that Mm -hmm. child, regardless their age. They are going to identify a child who's having difficulty at home, Mm -hmm. not close with their parents, not close family ties, probably not really good morals and values. Um, they're going to befriend them yeah. and try to be interested in all the interests that child's interested in. They're going to give them compliments. They're going to flatter them. They are trying to gain their trust. Once they get to that point, oh, let's do private messages, mm-hmm. some private communication somehow. That's groom. Right. That's gaining trust. Now let's move on after that. Now you've gained the trust of a child require intoxication. Mm. What these pimps do is they try to get that child. Uh, they are going to make sure that you not, you need them. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do that? You got to get them addicted to drugs. Mm. You start little, as you know. So basically the pimp and the predators street gangs here, um, 
they also are drug dealers, which, you know, we kind of talked about that pimp cartel. It's kind of yeah. one in the same. Um, basically, uh, they're going to start using common drugs, marijuana. Mm-hmm. Oh, marijuana is legal in all the different, most of the states. Federally, it's not, but marijuana is yeah. legal. <laughs> Let's just get you to smoke marijuana. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, let me give you some alcohol. So yeah. now they're gaining the trust. Now they're trying to get the child addicted to some form or fashion. Ecstasy, Xanax, then of course, heroin. Mm. Most of the children are addicted to heroin. As they've gained the trust, they're requiring intoxication. They increase the level of how much this child's going to be addicted to that drug. Right. You and I both know what happens when a child becomes addicted to that drug, to the cartel. Well, you owe me. Yeah. You owe me. Mm-hmm. I'm paying and giving you all this. What are you going to give to me in return? So guess what? Once they get to that, we're going to start with the first O, operate from alienation of friends and families. Mm-hmm. You've got a child that gained trust. They're intoxicated from their, their pimps. Well, now they're going to alienate them from their friends and family. They don't want that child near their friends and family. Yeah. So uh, the gangsters, you know, you know, the gangster life, all the rap music, all of that. Yeah, that actually does occur mm-hmm. on the streets, believe it or not, right. across America. So basically, they're going to accentuate uh, the small family and friendship problems. Oh, you were fighting with your mom. You mm-hmm. can't trust your mom. You got to come to me. Uh, they are going to alienate you from all of your friends and family. And guess what? You're going to have to find a new group of friends and family, which are going to be, like I mentioned, other girls, yeah. boys that are of your age group or not, that are going to help uh, lure you 100% away. Now let's talk about morals. So the other o, open immorality. Morals and values and law, those don't exist. Yeah, uh, right. They're hoping you're in an unloving and caring. Your parents don't love you. They mm-hmm. don't care about you. They don't want anything to do with you. Um, they're not fun, but we're fun. We really love you. We really want to take care of you. Mm-hmm. So now they're, this is still part of the luring. My life is better if you live with me than if you live with your family. Mm-hmm. Lastly, the money all about making money. At the end of the day, if they can make a dollar off you, they're going to make a dollar off you. So true. Money says you love me. Mm. Oh, honey. Oh, well, if you really love me, you would go do this for me. That's right. It's all about money. No one loves you like I do. Mm-hmm. That is groom. They've now groomed your child. They've basically mentally and then now physically taken your child away mm-hmm. from you. Those steps right there. Mm -hmm. So we talk a lot to families on the luring, Mm -hmm. how they, how they get to them. And this to you and I, and most people is common sense. But again, like you and I just talked about earlier, people don't have those type of relationships and dynamics with their children. Right. Right. Well, and and they're vulnerable. And if I can add you talking about vulnerability and the other Mm -hmm. part, I think that parents miss um, because and, and not fault of their own, but because they don't understand the process of addiction is mm-hmm. those traffickers, those pimps, because that you write, you have a lot of parents are like, well, I don't live on side of that side of town. And they have an image of what a pimp looks like. Right. Which is mm-hmm. totally not even the case, which we've talked about mm-hmm. that on our show before. But um, they are luring when they find any vulnerability. So let's just say you do have a good family dynamic, but you have a young person 
who has insecurities. That's what yes. being a young person is. It's literally just part of our world of growing up, right? So mm-hmm. them just seeing a small crack that a child posts and says, oh, like she's not feeling confident today or whatever, yes. right? Or, hey, yeah. how do I look in this? Or what, or, you know, something about their physical appearance. Boom, mm-hmm. that's their in. And then they just continue and they continue. So then your child becomes addicted to those affirmations from that individual, their words, right? All the love stories and emojis or what have you. So Mm -hmm. they think so much that it's only hardcore drugs or it's only right at risk. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm saying no, any crack. They will find that that's their end. And like I said, then your kid becomes addicted to that. And then they, and then the same process that Stephanie just went down on the groom, right? Acronym. So Mm -hmm. they can get you anyway. They're just looking for one little piece of information and kids are posting Mm -hmm. their life story, right? Like everything's everything. So then they know what those vulnerabilities are. Yeah. You know, so, so I, I just wanted to preface with, Absolutely. It even looks like that. Something that looks so yeah. innocent becomes actually the most dangerous thing. And we just need to stop 100%. posting our life. And the thing I never get is that why do you have to put your whole life on social media? I had a bad day. Great. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. Right. Because right, right. now you're opening the door to yes. a lot of unwanted messages and stuff like that. So yeah, right. you just got to be careful. But that's grooming. So mm-hmm. that's that's Thank the luring you. part of how a trafficker works from a high level standpoint. Appreciate that. Um, But I can go through Mm -hmm. uh, the recovery process, the anatomy of a rescue. So what we did is we put together rescue acronym again, um, how we assist parents and law enforcement in rescuing of children. Mm -hmm. So the minute um, I'll start with an R we record. So record is we heard from a parent um, or power of attorney, just keep in mind, uh, there is a different types of youth out there. Sure. May not be foster youth, yeah. anything. Um, we hear from a parent or a power of attorney and we start gathering intelligence. We start building a folder on this child and we're going to start building their plan and how we feel it should be executed. So right now we're recording okay. everything. We are looking at all the intelligence that we have access to at this point. And so, Stephanie, when you say that you're you're gathering that intelligence, mm-hmm. um, does Saved in America, because you're not a federally government, which I love, as you know, because yeah. I said, yeah, I don't yeah. have all this red tape, which parents should know yeah. that in society as well. So because of that, do y'all have a higher level of technology that most, um, you know, local and federal don't don't have? We do. Okay. We gotcha. do. In fact, we have our amazing mobile command center too, where we took an RV. Mm-hmm. If you come out here, I'll let you in. I know. RV. I was When we and I talked before, so, yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get into that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. We do. We have our proprietary IT, our intellectual gotcha. information technology to start gathering mm-hmm. that intelligence. Okay. So keep in mind, we are working with law enforcement too. So whatever data we get, we're obviously going to share it with them. That's another thing. They don't have access to those tools, but we do. So we collaborate and we work together. All one team at the end of the day. Yeah. 
Love it. You share that with them. Again, that's one of the reasons why we build a binder for every child. Got it. Um, and when you do come out here, I'll show you. We have a folder of every single child, 251 of them wow. in our binders that have been uh, rescued to this day. Amazing. But yes, so we we gather all that. That was mm-hmm. a great question. Yes, we do have access to tools because keep in mind, we are a nonprofit. We're not mm-hmm. governmentally funded. And you know how budgets go. Right. You know, right now it's going the opposite, but a better way for us to collaborate with local law enforcement because we can look and find things that they're unfortunately not able to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. See, that's, so that's why it takes you out to another level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we do that. We build a folder. We plan the execution. The next one is examine. So examine is now that we gather that intelligence, we are now going to look into their social media. We're going to do our social investigation, the networking. We are going to talk to friends, family members. We're going to dive into all the different media platforms that they may or may not have been access to. What we're doing is now we're incorporating a variety of different intelligence. Mm -hmm. Intelligence by doing our due diligence, speaking to family members, friends, social media, IT intelligence, And then we're going to incorporate all that intelligence together. And then we develop with the law enforcement liaison, all the data. Here we go. This is what we found thus far. And that's why we build these folders because these, they could be very thick depending on what we find. Sure. Then what we do is we summarize, we summarize this case. Uh, We prepare a case management system. We incorporate all the social media investigation. Oh, I shouldn't say social media, all the, Social investigation, because social can be including physical friends, family platforms. It can be tangible, intangible, all Mm -hmm. of that. So then what we do is we develop those investigative leads for further review investigation. Okay. We see some messages that they were typing to somebody Mm -hmm. or reading text. There's different things you can see. So we've got to go down that path. Yeah. We go down every path because you just don't know what you're going to run into. You've got to investigate every path because you're trying to locate that child in time. Secondly, they could have been talking to one of many people. You just don't know. So then after we have all of that, we get to see which is coordinate. It's confirmation of the investigative leads. Um, So for example, our team can be big. There may be two guys working on this case. It may be either an active or an ex- All volunteer, by the way, these guys don't get paid. Uh, Um, It could be a Navy SEAL. He could be active or retired. And it could be, we have ex-police commissioners too on our team. Those two could have the lead. So now we've got to confirm the investigative leads and obviously coordinate with the law enforcement liaison. Okay, here's our guys that are going to work with you. Mm -hmm. Here's what we have. And then together, we develop that recovery plan. We now know where they are. Okay. Through our leads, through our investigation, law enforcement, here's what we're going to do. Here are the two guys that are going to help you go get this child. Mm-hmm. And so then after all that coordination is done, I'm making it sound like it's easy, but it's not. No, of course. <laughs> time is of the essence. Right, right. I can't, I can't emphasize time is of the essence. Sure. Literally 24 to 48 hours, you got to pull all, a lot of this stuff together. So we brief the recovery plan with those that are involved in that case. And then we execute the identification. You've got law law enforcement with us and we go and we do the retrieval. Mm -hmm. We execute our entire plan. 
there are videos on our website that show uh, the parents we have brought them with us. Yeah. Um, so obviously they're standing behind, but they see their child. And it, it, it's telling when you see these videos on our website, um, when we're able to rescue that child and the parents see them. And remember, they have gone through so much trauma on both sides. Right. It's just mind boggling when you watch these videos. So now you got to equalize. Now we're at the E. Great. You know, you, you've, united everybody together but like you and I talked about the very beginning it's not over that's right we got to rehabilitate these children Mm -hmm. the other thing that saved in America what we do not only do we do we rescue that child and we help get them the help they would require we don't stop there you heard who our team is encompassed with Mm -hmm. we gun after those criminals and make sure they're charged yeah so we follow through with the criminal prosecution and the civil prosecution, and we do track the pets, mm-hmm. all of that. So we don't stop there. We get the help the child needs, and then we try to protect our community, and we go and try to prosecute mm-hmm. all those criminals, anyone involved uh, in the pimps, the cartel. I know it sounds crazy. It is very dangerous, but we don't stop there. We don't care. We're not afraid of anything. Mm-hmm. We've got to get these guys off the street. The other thing is we've got to strengthen our laws. Every state is different. We must work together and collaborate across the country. And this is worldwide. We just are the top country yeah. for trafficking at this point. Mm-hmm. Because again, people have to remember Children are left across the border all the time. Once they leave our country, it's so hard to find. So we're always staying on top of laws in prosecution. Mm -hmm. A great attorney general's in Utah, Attorney General Reyes, Mm -hmm. is amazing. He gets it. Um, The uh, former attorney general in Nevada, Adam Laxalt, amazing. I've sat on a panel with him before. He will tell you stories that would blow your mind of things that these pimps did to women, but the laws right. were not strong enough. Mm-hmm. So it starts in our communities. We've got to be educated. We need to know who our representatives are. And we, in each community across the nation, should know who their representatives are, where their offices, phone number, and reach out and strengthen the laws so that we nationally, like you and I, can collaborate amongst our states and our attorney generals to fight this because right now these guys are getting away with barely serving any time. Yeah. And I mean, and that's just, again, how is it that I can get a ticket or not just a ticket, but go to jail for neglecting my child yet these traffickers can do all these other things to minors as well. Right. And nothing happens to them because they're not, I guess, a legal guardian. And it just baffles me. And I think that's Mm -hmm. the, when you when you stated, hey, we are like the largest, right, consumer mm-hmm. uh, one of of just yeah. porn and sex, right, and prostitution. Yeah. Yes, we're a very large country, but w- what I think people misunderstand is even though you and I are talking about the crisis at the border and who they're bringing over, and yes, they are trafficking those kids, is that we actually have a large. Um, it's our own kids that we're trafficking. And that's what I, it's still right. Like there, yes, this is a worldwide problem and we do need to collaborate across states, across countries, right. With Interpol and all that. And we need to do it, but you have to understand that these are our own kids 
that are yes. on Nick Mick. These are our own kids that are missing. These are our own kids that are being trafficked. The United States That's American right. citizens. Yes. Mm-hmm. What I probably should have prefaced with the border is right now, at mm-hmm. least I've seen in California, the cartel owns the border. Right. So what's happening here is the, the crimes are going up because they have control. That's right. And it's the cartel here, the pimps are part of the cartel, mm-hmm. that are trafficking our kids. Now, this has been going on for a very long time. Right. This is not a new subject. That's right. But once coronavirus hit, at least in California, our sex trafficking went up because of people being released from prisons. But now with the border, you got a whole other set of cartel and pimps that are coming north to all the cities within SoCal and going all the way up the corridor trafficking mm-hmm. all those children. It's just gone up exponentially. Yeah. Yes, that that's a good clarification mm-hmm. because this has been going on for a while. Unfortunately, we see it getting worse because yeah. it's more bad people coming our way, but they're trafficking the children mm-hmm. and they're heading north. Right. And, and in fact, the cartel is all heading north. Yeah, yeah right. And I love... You know, so when Stephanie's saying the corridor and you've heard me on this podcast mention the I-35 corridor and I-10 that we have as well and California has their big corridor. So, again, if we're thinking that it's Texas and California's problem, one, yes, we are two of the largest states in the United States. However, where do you think they go next? Right. Mm -hmm. So they don't just keep them in the same city, in the same Mm -hmm. county. When we are telling you that, hey. Yes, you can not only just save one life, but you're more likely going to save many because it's usually a trafficking ring and they're being sent. Like if we're saying cartel and gangs, they have the whole gamut across the United States. So they're going to send to prevent law enforcement and people like Saved in America, like Stephanie, to prevent you from locating Mm -hmm. that individual. Okay, let's move her now to Florida. Let's now move her to Utah. Oh, let's move her to Texas. Let's move her to New York. Like it's literally like this, right? You're pinging them. They're moving all over the map to prevent them from being found. So it's not a California and it's not a Texas problem because they're moving them to your urban, suburban and rural areas. That's that's just factual. Just like drugs. Think of it just like drugs and their distribution channel. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. Yeah. Your drugs that come in through, let's just say Tijuana, aren't going to remain in San Diego. Yeah. They're out. That's right. They're probably here for maybe an hour and they're gone. It's a distribution channel. Mm -hmm. In fact, some of the girls we have uh, rescued who have uh, been reported missing, like here in Orange County, we actually end up catching them before they leave California. Mm, okay. I've caught some of those. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they go up to Oregon, Washington, Midwest, heaven forbid. Right, you know, right. You're in almost every community that you would be shocked in the Midwest that this, this happens. But look at it as a distribution channel. It's going all across the nation. Mm-hmm. Hence why we all need to focus and work with each other to stop this. So... And beautifully well, well said. And I thank you for that. Tell us how, how can the community, right, hold their leadership, right, accountable to Mm -hmm. stop and prevent human trafficking? What is the community from your space? What do you think the community can do? So I'll give you an example. So um, back during the last election, I have a friend now Congressman Daryl Issa. 
all of us have access to whoever's in our community. He was running for an election because he was not a congressman at the time, but he has been before. I just reached out to him and said, why is this not on your platform? Can you help me? Can you help me get this on your platform? Right. And in fact, he did. He's done media hits with me. He's done media hits with Saved in America. He, if we're out and about and we're at another uh, speaking engagement or whatever, he'll make sure he brings it in the forefront. What I always ask of everyone in your community, know who, who your mayors are. Yeah. Know who your congressmen, your senators, you can call their office Ask them, why is this not on your platform? Of course, I would advise to check their website to make sure it's not. Reach out to your local community leadership, your mayors, your assemblymen, your senators, your congressmen and women. Reach out to them and ask them. Write them a letter. You can call them, as as many people probably know or may not know. Even though they work in D.C., they have offices in the cities where they're representing. Mm -hmm. Ask them to make a point and put this on their platform. Yeah. Because guess who passes the laws in the country? Right. So if it's not on their radar, then we're not doing our job as a community. These people get voted into office. Well, you need to earn it. Mm-hmm. You need to earn it and take care of our community. So I always tell people to put that on the forefront is know who is your representative for your city that you live in, the mayor's, um, even your attorney generals, right. write letters yeah. to them too. If we don't put focus on this, nothing's going to change. These folks aren't going to be held accountable. So that's how I got Daryl involved is I brought it to his attention. Mm-hmm. You know, In fact, yeah. we just sent him an email with all the updated stats of what's going on. So that's one way you can, from a community perspective, uh, to help with the laws. But the other thing too, from a community perspective, educate, educate mm. yourself on what's going on. Get key people like yourself or me or my organization just to do a briefing for an hour. Um, I've talked to a lot of ladies groups. Yeah. Um, I've spoken to so many, a variety of people. Uh, we've done panels before. Educate yourself so that you can educate your friends and your community. It's a domino effect. That's right. Let's keep tabs. Know your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Talk to your neighbors. Know the cars in your community. Know where your child goes to school if they're back in school. Take the time to understand your surroundings, their surroundings, their friends, their friends' parents. It's education, security, and of course, working with your representatives. And I I appreciate that so much. And that's, you know, I think on our our podcast, as well as other individuals who are interested in in fighting the fight of human trafficking, Mm -hmm. you know, I've I've gotten this question so many times. They're like, why do you always send me to my uh, representative? (laughs) And I hate talking to these people. and And I said, but this is why we're saying a lot of people believe that their vote doesn't count. And we know that's far from the truth. And secondly, exactly. with us being in the world now where information is at our fingertips mm-hmm. is you can know instantly what your representative is doing, what they're saying, what they're not yeah. saying. And that's yeah. like, I love that you said, earn it. Because the thing is, is you have to earn it to get in there, but now you got to earn mm-hmm. it to keep it. Because exactly. one if you're not doing things that I believe in, which I think everyone should have 
be interested in politics regarding like fiscally, right? Their job security or what have you, things to help them live the life. But then there's the social issues. You have Mm -hmm. to somewhat care about your community, even if your community is just your family. Even if your community Mm -hmm. is just your family, that is you taking part in securing the safety of your family. And I love how you said it, like, if you just get educated and preventing it, then you can share that with your friends and family. That's literally all we need. That's all we need you for. To me, that is the bare minimum. And that Mm -hmm. I believe everybody's willing to do to protect their own. Stay in your bubble. That's totally fine. But then that bubble yeah. will help the other bubble, right? So like, protect your bubble. That's right. Protect, protect that bubble. bubble. And, you know, if there's any listeners that live in Southern California, if you aren't comfortable, I have no shame. I will call anyone. I Nothing scares me. I don't get nervous. I don't get anxious. Yeah. You know who I knew from the last administer. Nothing freaking scares me. I'm going to just say, hey, why aren't we working on this? So if there's any California listeners... And if you need me to call certain people, I absolutely will call and I'll keep calling and calling and calling mm-hmm. until I get a response back because I don't care how busy you are. Guess what? They earned it. They need to keep it. That's right. Um, by all means, you can reach out to us. Saved in America. There's so many different um, folks that will help you with that too because not everybody is as extroverted or feels comfortable talking about number one, this topic, but number sure. two on how to get that stuff changed in stricter laws. Yeah. So tell us, tell us how our listeners can help Mm -hmm. Saved in America, because if I could just preface with, I always love nonprofits who get no federal funding or very little because Mm -hmm. then they don't have all this red tape and we're not picking and choosing who we can and can't help. Um, And so Saved in America is donation based and they are working with law enforcement, as you as as Stephanie Mm -hmm. has has pointed out. Um, So they need us to continue to save. Mm -hmm. Like, let's double it. You know that there are more Mm -hmm. than 201. The statistics go back and forth. Right. Of Mm -hmm. how many kids are actually missing. And I think uh, in 2020, they reported Mm -hmm. 300 and. The, the FBI's National Crime Information Center reported 356,348 yeah. missing children, right? That is mm-hmm. way too many missing children, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Stephanie and Saved in America, they're doing their part. They're, you said 241? Mm-hmm. 200 and, 251. 251, forgive me. Yes, yeah. 251. So let's double that. In the community, yeah. we need your help. So Stephanie, please tell us how we can help doing the fantastic work that your people are doing at Saved in America. Thank you. Yeah, we don't turn any family down. Uh, What we do is obviously we live off donations. Uh, You can go into savedinamerica.org. Another thing, if anyone's in Southern California, we are having, finally, we get to have events again (laughs) in person. So we are hosting um, our uh, yearly event on November 4th at 5.30 p.m. in downtown San Diego at the U.S. Grant. And I can send you info on that if you want to put it anywhere. But that usually is where we are able to to, uh, get a lot of donations that night. So we're very excited because we are now able to have and host a national, I shouldn't say national, but an event our national yearly event here in San Diego again. And that again is hopefully we'll have good attendance. Yeah. We'll have some amazing speakers. Uh, we'll have most of our team there. 
you'll get to meet some of the board members. Uh, and uh, we're hoping to raise a lot of money there. But November 4th at the U.S. Grant in downtown San Diego, and I can provide more information on that. And again, savedinamerica.org, you will find videos, uh, some of our media hits. You'll see our board. Mm-hmm. Our board is amazing. Yeah, yeah, the power uh, You'll see more information. And again, if you are a parent with a missing child yeah. and you do need help, send us an email, info at savedinamerica.org because we don't turn anyone down. We mm-hmm. will try and locate your child. Anybody with needs any help, info at savedinamerica.org and we will start with our rescue. Fantastic. I appreciate that. And is do we need to go to a separate, do y'all have a separate campaign for the residential uh, center that y'all are going to have? Or uh, no, that's part that's of what we raising money okay. for now. Okay. All right. All part Fantastic. Of just now we're going to focus some of the big funds towards a transitional home for minors. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, so yes, you heard her. Please go to savedinamerica.org. They need our help. The work that they're doing can't just live on its own. They're all volunteer based, which mm-hmm. that should speak volumes in itself. And on behalf of the Inhumane Podcast, you know, please let all of your volunteers know that we thank them from the bottom of our hearts because these missing children, we know that these predators are after them. And they're going to get them because they have no other guardian looking out for them. So please thank them on our, on our behalf, because it's amazing work that you are doing. Um, I have not been able to stop talking about y'all ever since you and I have met. Um, And I can't wait to come up hopefully next month so I can come and spend some time with y'all. So uber excited. Any last words at all whatsoever? Thank you so much for all the hard work you're doing and bringing attention to this that's been going on for way too long. So I appreciate spending the last hour to bring you up to speed on kind of the efforts that we're doing here in California and all the wonderful rescues you've done thus far, but it's still just the beginning. So thank you so much for having me. Yes, ma'am. Anytime. All right, everyone. So you just heard Stephanie and I talk all about missing kids and what's going on in the human trafficking space and how to fight it with Saved in America. So the call to action for these two episodes is you really do need to see who your representative is and see if human trafficking and the fight for human trafficking is on their platform. And if it is not, you need to ask them why, because this affects all of the United States. It affects all young people in the United States. Doesn't matter if they, you know, it's doesn't matter the demographic, doesn't matter where they live. So ask them why you are listening to this podcast. So you are getting educated. Um, You know, all the resources on our social media platforms as well can get you more educated, but ask them, why is it not? Because we need to get in that prevention space. So look who they are. Do a simple question by writing them and asking them, why is it not on your platform? And if it is on their platform, when are they going to talk next about it? And how are they fighting it? So it's kind of a two prong, right? Over here or over there, depending on uh, whether they're fighting the good fight or they're not. This is how you become part of the solution. So see who's fighting human trafficking, see who's not. And we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. 
Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes and all other Hot Pie Media originals baked fresh daily at our home on the web at hotpiemedia.com, the Hot Pie Media YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.